Welcome to Simple Tech Talk, innovative topics and creative introductions to the marketplace. Yes, welcome back to Simple Tech Talk, where we take what can be considered complex and break it down into easy to understand language. And it's an absolute honor and pleasure to have Kevin Pride, founder of Influencer 365, right here on the show. Welcome to Simple Tech Talk, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me on. I am floored to be here. Man, we're so glad to have you in studio. So I was talking to my boss, okay, Doug Pittman, <laughs> and uh, a little birdie told me that you guys go back some time. Uh, quite a ways. It's probably about, I think, six, seven years now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I remember Doug. Uh, I used to own a studio out in Douglasville, and I had a billboard. And I got associated with this billboard company. And when I first met him, it was a, it was an app technology, and he was trying to show them how to take these static boards and make them into you know active geolocation type fencing uh, technology. But to see where it's come to now versus where it was then, because it was like I remember when I first saw it, I was like that UI was kind of a little bad and this type of stuff. And to see where it has really flourished to now, what it's grown to, and what it's capable of after meeting with Cole, oh man, it, it is amazing. I am floored. I'm so proud of you guys. Well, it only makes sense that you met Doug in Douglasville. So, I mean, really, <laughs> th th it's a match made in heaven. Of course, it's an honor to have Doug Pittman here in studio to talk with us. Yeah, well, thanks. Appreciate you asking me to come in. Of course. <laughs> I so love you got, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Good people in the room right now. So, oh, yeah. you, you've been around, you've known Doug since 2012. It's about six, seven years ago, yeah. man. Um, what have you seen through his product in the progression of Board Active and what it has to offer? I think the, the, the biggest thing is now is the ability to target the cell phones and target the devices that, the way he does. And that, that, uh, that SDK that you guys have created with the geofencing technology, I think that is one of the most powerful things now. Because when you send messages to a cell phone, people, they, they pay attention. We've even started, you know, doing text messaging. And I want to be able to take that further and, and talk about how we can uh, possibly mix in geolocation with that. But, you know, to have this type of technology in this day and age, we live in this age where everybody's always looking at that phone. Yeah. And if my phone goes off, I don't care if it's a just a crazy message from Pinterest or something like that or whatever. I'm looking at it. And to be able to really target that, that's going to be invaluable for businesses. That's, that's something that businesses will thrive off of all day long. So I really love that you said the words pay attention, right? Because yeah. we do get bombarded with messaging from every single source around us. In your opinion, how has personalization taken shape and what is left to remain to be improved upon in terms of marketing efforts with mobile apps, per se, in your opinion? I think the biggest thing is now it's, it's, it's more so about starting to interact more with this AI and being able to do a lot more with like chatbots and, and conversational AI. Because what we're starting to see is like the, the online ads, the way it used to be, is not really as effective. The main thing and the most powerful thing that you can target is the phone. Even with us, we do a lot of social media marketing for companies. We do a lot of Google advertising for companies. And we're always trying to target the phone, even my largest clients. We do mostly mobile ads, call-only ads, and this type of thing. So the phone has become that powerhouse or that device that, number one, I will leave the house and forget my water, my book bag, but I will go back for my phone <laughs> yep. every time. So with the ability to target a device like that, with people paying attention and constantly listening to it, I'm telling you, it's, it's going to blow this thing out of the water. And, and I'm so glad to see it's come this far, man, really. Yeah. And, and there it is, Doug. He yeah. mentioned the mobile phone and the importance of it. We go, we go back home for it. Yeah. And, and you knew that. <laughs> yes, no doubt. Yeah. But the thing that really, uh, me and Kevin go a long way back. It's, and and uh, 
I remember going in when when we started uh, working with him through his, he had a billboard and he was interested. He, I think he was the first, actual first customer that was interested in us doing business. Yes. Nice. Uh, Robbie Robinson owned a company out in uh, Douglasville and, and, uh, and I knew him uh, really well. And his secretary, yeah, what was her Debbie. name? Debbie. Yeah, yeah Debbie, Debbie uh, said, hey, we got something that maybe you'd be interested in because they were interested in what we had. Robbie actually gave me some insight early on on the out-of-home industry and was really instrumental in, in kind of getting me focused back when we thought billboards was going to be our our ICP, mm-hmm. and which now, uh, you know, billboards are just our sellers. They're not, they're not really... Um, our actual customer, uh, they sell to their brands and and such. But Kevin was uh, at that time was interested in being able to connect a billboard to a mobile device. Yes, and that was one of the first indications that hey, there may be something. Now Kevin didn't know this, but uh, he was part of my research. <laughs> and uh, and and so when when we went out and we we started discussing. You know how we could connect a billboard to to a uh, mobile device. We actually went out and uh, paid a real estate company, yes. did a billboard for uh, Robbie Robinson, and I think it was Adco was his name of his ad. Uh, uh, that was uh, I think it was the twins. It was uh, Latrosha and Latricia Bostic. Right. It was a realty group. It right. Was the twins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so, matter of fact, it probably still. I still got the original app, and I think it's still on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and so we uh, and I've got the pictures of the of the billboard, and and so Kevin was really really a part of the, the history of Board Active. He doesn't know it now. He does now, <laughs> but it being the first customer to actually give some insights on the fact that you could possibly connect that billboard and bring it to mobile, uh, he understood that concept. And oh, yeah. so he was very excited about it. So his excitement got me very, very interested in in uh, moving forward with it when we were in our initial stages. Oh, yeah. Well, you've seen the growth and progression from the static side, right? Yes. In, into a more active interface. Oh, yeah. What exactly about what you see in Board Active now excites you the most? I think it's just, once again, it's that ability to, for instance, like the example Cole was telling me about, you know, if you are a hot dog vendor, we can set up this location where the notification actually triggers, and then we can also set up somewhere in a separate location where the conversion is. So, you know, if you're sitting in the stadium, we target this whole stadium, and I can start my point where you're sitting, and I can watch you come over here and buy this hot dog and see that type of data, being able to get access to that you know knowing okay i put this ad out it was effective i saw the person i can measure the timestamp when they saw this notification all the way down to where they came over and took took advantage of this offer mm. that is revolutionary in this day and age and i'm telling you that is gonna blow everybody else out of the water yeah it really is it's a one-of-a-kind product oh yeah and I've, I've actually tested you know a lot of different type things because it started uh, a lot of this type of technology started as a uh, beacons Mm -hmm. you know uh first we started with the nfc chips and then we moved into the beacons and the beacons was a is a decent idea they were hard to program and then the fact that you had to leave these physical devices but now with the ability to do this stuff virtually to set up these these geofencing areas and like i say to actually see that conversion in real time that is invaluable for a business that's it and keeping track in real time exactly of, of engagement and activity exactly makes this one of a kind 
So again, if you're just joining us, we are with Kevin Pride, founder of Influencer 365. You got to connect with this guy on the socials. I am Casey Pride on Instagram yes. and Facebook. So tell us more just about your business friendship with Doug, man. Let's get behind the scenes here. We worked for years. I did some of the first video uh, campaigns for you guys. Uh, some, I think it was the, uh, I know we did the phone thing and we did the mobile app part. Uh, I created the first animation for that. Nice. And then we also did the animation for the instruction of, of how you go in and set it up. Now you guys completely changed it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so maybe I can do something new for you. Yeah, we are, um, we are totally, totally uh, changed now. But he did a great job at that time with what, with what we had. Oh yeah. But uh, you know all the all of these things that that uh, Kevin had done w helped actually pull everything together. Uh, it got us feedback and it showed us where we needed to go with our product. That's that's kind of how we come up with our patent filing. Wow. Is based on some of the the concepts that we thought about through these these videos, these early videos that we had where we were an app. And we, you know, and I got the conversation where we knew we were not going to be able to do anything with an app and we converted it over to a software program. All of the videos that, that Kevin did uh, were very, very instrumental in, in helping us make decisions to, to get us to the point where we are now. So, you know, him being an influencer uh, <laughs> and he's got uh, a lot of contacts and connections and such now, you know, he is very, very smart and very, very intelligent. You know, people uh, uh, like working with uh, smart and intelligent people, and, and I like being a part of Kevin. And I personal. Paid him to say yeah. <laughs> Checks in the mail, right? I, I know, and, right? And, and one other thing uh, a lot of your, your listeners don't know that um, the other guy's akin to Charlie Pride. Yes, mm. that is my cousin. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I, 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 I tell people, I was, I've talked to him once in my life, so it's, it's not, we're not that close. Uh, but he called me when my father passed away. Mm. And, uh, you know, he just gave me condolences or whatever. But I, he's a very sweet guy. I spoke with him for probably about an hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, I've got all his records, you know, the, the original big LPs and all that type of stuff. I got it all at home, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So we got a celebrity in the house. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got two in this room right here. So I know, right? That's what's up. Uh, you talked about influence a lot. And you've been quoted as saying the key to successful leadership today is influence and not authority. Correct. Elaborate on that a little bit. Well, the way we see things is going into the, the process of leadership. Uh, one of the biggest things I found that I could force people to do stuff all day. It's like, well, you work for me, you got to do it. You know, but I found that using influence and selling people on the ideas, even within our companies, our, our own employees, selling them on, on those ideas, getting them excited about it, that really started to help us really turn out some worrying projects versus someone feeling like, oh, I got to do this. I don't want to do this. I hate doing this. You know, I, I really work to try to inspire my staff and try to give them work that highlights their creative, creative talents and helps them take their thing to a much higher level. And that's that's really where the whole thing of influence comes in at because people in this day and age, we don't want to be marketed to, we don't want to be sold to, but we do want help. We want information. We want people to follow. We want to, you know, find out what uh, Tony Robbins is doing. We want to find out what Doug Pittman is doing. You know, and and now with this emergence of LinkedIn and everything that's going on, influence is, is one of the key things that, that we need to be trying to promote. Yeah. You know, I'm a member of the American Association of National Advertisers. Okay. <clears throat> and in some of those four and uh, panel discussions, that's uh, influencer marketing is very, very big. Yes. It's still in its beginning stages because brands are very, very, you know, they want to protect their brands and you got to have the right people and the right fit on those influencer uh, marketing efforts. And one thing that, that I do hear loud and clear is when you've got an influencer, 
and that's what Kevin does. But when you have an influencer, it's very, very important that they, number one, know your product. Mm. Oh, yeah. And number two, um, that, that people that follow that particular brand and particular product, these influencers, have, they've got to have their acts together, and they've got to be really clear and precise on their, on their message. That's one of the biggest things that we're starting to see with companies because we broker a lot of these relationships for companies. And, and what, we, what we try to get across is what we're looking for when we start talking about an influencer, we're, we're looking for engagement. Mm. I don't care if you got 100,000 people following you because if you got 100,000 followers but you're getting 20, 30 likes on each post, something's not right there. So we're looking for people that actually have an active audience that's engaged, that comment, that share, that like what they're doing. And these are the people that we find are most effective for businesses. And then you need to make sure when you're looking at these influencers, they align with your brand. For instance, Board Active, you wouldn't want to go get a fashion influencer. It's nothing they can do for this. They can't even speak intelligently about the technology. Sure. But if we find the right tech people, we find the right tech channels, you know, these are the type of people that you want out here promoting this product because these are the people, number one, that will get excited about it. And then also they'll be able to explain it in ways to their audience and to their people to get them to take advantage of it. Right. So as the founder and CEO of this company, you know, it would be really interesting to, to find someone that would be an influencer in our group because there are certain things that, that I would be looking for. And, uh, you know, that's a great opportunity for Kevin and his group to, oh, yeah. to put uh, connect. And that's what it is all about is, is connecting uh, companies with these influencers. So that, that's a tough challenge, yes. but, uh, <laughs> and it's a hard job. Mm. But, uh, and, and when you do the right job, then it, it pays off for, for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it does seem you have a, such a huge deal of influence, so much so that you have a show <laughs> that we want to plug. It's called Influencer Radio, and yes. you can hear it every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Yes, we tell people all the time, don't just sit there stuck in traffic being upset. <laughs> Tune into the radio show, learn some good advice, and, and listen to some great interviews. We try to sit down with some of the some of the top people in Atlanta uh, to you know get a chance to tell their story, You know, tell us about the pitfalls, tell us, give us some great advice and then we also give them a chance to get some publicity for themselves and what they got going on matter of fact we got to have you on so uh, I think we got a, a open spot in October. So definitely we got to we got to have board active on. Yeah, we, we're we're gonna do that. <laughs> I'd love to play uh, an audio cut that I heard on your LinkedIn channel, okay. and and I feel like it was really applicable when we're talking about marketing and personalization. So here it goes. Do I need to be with a target demographic? Because this this is the thing. And, and this is what... It ain't about visibility, say. though. <laughs> it's about visibility. It's about impressions. But it's more so about the more effective thing is who's looking at it. You know, we can put you in front of a million people easy. You give me $5,000, I can guarantee you a million impressions. Now, do any of these million people care about your bakery? Do they care about your gym? Do they care about your fashion line? Maybe, maybe not. But when we are starting to get to a point where we can actually target these interests of people, I can target somebody that says they like to work out. I can target somebody that says they're into fitness, they're into a healthy lifestyle, that they're into eating right. You know, these are key, key factors in finding the right audience for my gym. So I think the most powerful things when we start talking about interest targeting is to be able to find people's interests that align with the business. 
I hate to say it, but I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> no, uh, that particular show, uh, we were talking about, you know, effective advertising mm-hmm. because a lot of a lot of times what's happening now, because these these platforms, like these social media platforms, they have become so popular and there is so much so many people there, it's a great place to advertise your business, but you gotta know exactly how to do it because so many people just go in there, take a, po- a post and just boost it. And they're hoping that Facebook gives them the right audience. So what we're talking about is really being able to hone down on somebody's interests. If I want to market board active, I want to make sure this person is interested in tech, they're interested in marketing, they're interested in advertising, they're interested in business. I want to really make sure that I drill down on the interests of these people so we're getting you in front of people that's actually going to take advantage and take action on your offers. We're talking about the influence of personalization and advertising, and that's exactly what Doug is doing right here. Yes, exactly, because, you know, there's one thing for you to get these blanket messages, but when I say, hi, Doug, <laughs> you know, it's a, a great day, so I'm, I'm so happy for you, you know, taking advantage of these opportunities and stuff, and, and we're doing it even more and more on websites. Yeah. Like, when we're setting up these landing pages, we're making sure when that email goes out to you, it's personalized to you. You know, I, I, I try not to tell too many secrets on here, because <laughs> <laughs> everybody find out, hold on, you didn't really write this email to me? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it really works when you are able to see yourself and you feel like someone is talking directly to you, then that really, it, it boosts the confidence of that person and makes them want to take action that much more. Yeah. What do you think the difference between board active and social media is? How are we different? My thoughts are, I think we're more powerful than in Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram. I, I would say this, because of the ability to target these locations the way that you can, and the fact that you can target smartphones, that is that is that is one of the most powerful things that you can possibly do. Because for my business, yes, it's great for me to go out here and advertise through Facebook and get in front of millions of people and all this type of stuff. But typically, it's a million people that's not going to walk through my door. Mm-hmm. With this type of technology, I can circumference my business and I can hit everybody that walks near me, anybody that comes into the zone. I can sell them a unique offer that's unique for them. And then get that person to come in and take action, and I can track it in real time. You you can't beat that. Facebook can't give you those type of analytics. Yeah, it's called relevant advertising. Yes. It's what consumers want. They don't want to be spammed, and they don't want to be sent all kinds of things that just doesn't matter to them. They're male. They're female. They don't want male products. They want male. A male don't want a female product, and a female don't want a male product. I mean, it's just uh, that's the personalization part of it. Oh, yeah. And I don't think social media can do that. They, they're going to send out the, the, the just blanket advertising. And I think the consumer is really, really fed up with that type of uh that well, type of people um, being trained not to see it. Yeah. People, honestly, you we have gotten to this age where I have seen so many advertising, so many commercials. Um, my eye has kind of been trained just to, to scroll through. Yeah. And then we're also looking at this this generation now. I don't know if y'all notice this or not, but go outside and look all day. You'll see people just scrolling. Yep. Nobody's yeah. stopping and clicking, right. but they're scrolling. But that notification pops up. Hold on. Let me see what is it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I, I think the, the technology, like I say, it, it's going to blow it out the water. I can't wait right. to see it, you know, out here really robustly being used. Because I know you got a lot of folks using it already. Yeah. I'm in the, the digital signage industry also, and, and we're okay. supporters of that. And one of the things that that's happening uh, is is we are having to educate the uh, the general public and the the whole group of the, the industry. They just yeah. do not understand what visualmatic is. They don't understand that visualmatic is something that uh, you see it and it comes down to mobile. And yeah. and that's hard. I've been told a lot that we're we're ahead of our time. And so educating the general public and the brands that that this particular technology is available yes is uh is is really it's been tough 
because number one, they don't believe it can happen. Mm. Yeah. I think honestly, right now, the time has caught you. And I think right now is the time oh, no because doubt. Uh, now you're starting to see more and more geolocation services come about, but none of them have the all the components that you have. Like right. I've seen a lot of them where you can walk by a poster or something and it might trigger something. Or I've seen a lot of them where you can scan a poster and then pop up something on the phone. But any uh, a technology that allows you to sell or serve personalized ads into someone's notifications and then also track that conversion piece, I have not seen no one with the ability to track the conversion and find out, hey, is this even working? Right. Because we've used and, this technology and, with other folks and it has not been successful. And real time, too. Yeah. The ability to see it, how that campaign's uh, working uh, right now. Yes. You don't, you don't have to wait for a report uh, two weeks from now or two days from now. You can, exactly. You, you can go look at that campaign and say, hey, this is working. And if it's not working, you can go in and change it and make it effective. You know, some of the things that, like I said, in the, the out-of-home industry and the digital signage industry, the ability for them to use our product and put it in the hands of their brands that are actually buying their product to the out-of-home, the digital sign people. In your opinion, where do you think this is going? I mean, really, where do you think the, this is going? Now, when I say that, I don't know if you even know this, but our patent filing is about to hit. Okay. And our patent filing is when you touch a device. Okay. And you open that device and engage, that's pretty much our patent. Wow. <laughs> so you almost got a patent so, for all notifications. Yeah. Wow. So as far as the... Uh, Can I come work for y'all? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody in here going to be billionaires. So. Well, what it, you know, that's, a, that's about to hit. But, and that's where you've come in over the years. And, and people like you have influenced this, this really, really, what I figured, just phenomenal product. Where do you think this is going? I mean, honestly, I, from, from an outside perspective... I think, honestly, the more emergence that we're seeing, I think the, the biggest thing that Cole and I talked about was just having this ability to do this without an app. I think that's the, that's the next step. To be able to do it without an app, I think it would be probably, it would take it that much more powerful and give you a whole other stream. Yeah. Because once it, it's not connected, because it's one of those type things, not everybody has an app yet. And it's one thing that we're starting to promote more and more now is, hey, you need an app. We, the website is great. Yes, you need the website. But for the most part, you really want to be hitting people on, on that mobile device where they are. With this, they need to know that the opportunity to make an app as powerful as a website oh, yeah. is there. And they just got to know that this type of capability is what's what is the features within Board Active that makes that app more powerful. And when they see that, they're gonna be that's gonna be an aha moment. They're gonna actually think, wait a minute, we need to go and really really enhance our app with Board Active. Now you talked about the ability to do something without an app. Uh -huh. Matter of fact, I brought it up into our tech team, okay. which I'm not gonna disclose. <laughs> but we have we have plans to do that. Oh wow! Yeah, we have plans that from an engineering side. I actually spoke to some people recently about doing something like a point and click wow okay. so you will be able to point your mobile device at a particular visual okay and a, a creative and you will be able to get the same type of response from board active uh, within board active as you would if we put an sdk or an api into that app Wow. Now, that technology is not going to be available here in the next six weeks or nothing. <laughs> but um, I really think that by probably this time next year, we will have that type of technology, which is part of our patent filing, oh, yeah. uh, along with 3D virtual holographics. I think that that's going to be uh, something that uh, the it's going to be 
definitely the industry changing. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think so. And I'm already a, a big supporter of Board Active. I'm already pitching it to different app companies now. People I know that got apps that can really take advantage of it. Because I think for events, brick and mortars, uh, gyms, uh, fashion places, food spots, mm. you know, all these type of people that have apps, it, it, it's going to be killer technology. And it's really going to help drive a lot more sales into their business. Yeah. Speaking of uh, team, you've got some of our team members. Yes. Uh, Cole and... Joey and you got a great uh, team around you. Yeah, yeah, and Tyler and and, <laughs> and the and the group. So, what do you think about some of our team members? No, I I love it. You got a great uh, breadth of experience. You got uh, podcasting experience and and radio uh, personality. Cole from the tutorial that gave me, I would have thought Cole was the person that coded the thing. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, your marketing team, your social media person, you got, you know, they're young, they're right, they're right along where they need to be. So, I, no, I think you got a great team around you, man. It's just, I think for you, the only thing that you need to be doing is just more of this. You, yeah. you just got to get out here. You got to do more PR. You need to be in more places, more magazines, and just keep talking to people yeah. about it because yeah. it's an easy sale. You being an influencer, talking to your, your people, uh, how important is the format that we have to other uh, teams and members of other uh, companies? It's invaluable. You know, having the having the right pieces to the puzzle around you all the time, and that's one of the biggest things that you suffer when you're building a business is trying to make sure that you got the right people in the right place. Mm-hmm. Because, like me personally, being the founder, I have a 360 view of what's going on, so I have to worry about everything, payroll, and how the business is being marketed. But I also have people in the right spots. I got a graphic designer; that's all she cares about is graphic design. I got a social media mm-hmm. person; that's all she cares about. She doesn't come to me with anything else. That's what you really need to bring these companies about. You you got to have that all star team around you, and that's really what what takes you forward. Yeah. What do you feel like is the top, say the top four things a company must do in order to to take their uh, brand to the to the next level? The first thing you got to do, you got to understand your target. You got to understand you got to understand your market. You need to understand who you're marketing to, who you're talking to, who your audience is. But the other side of that is you need to have systems in place, and that's one of the biggest things that I have found that working within a system. That is easy duplicatable, and that's something that we can actually start to scale. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when we have these solopreneur businesses or when it's just me and some loosely affiliated people, we can't get a system in good, good enough to where, all right, when something comes in, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens, and let's keep the wheel moving. And without that in place, I have never seen a business really become successful because if it's all just haphazard and all over the place, like the way that you have structured the team, you got your tech team, you got your marketing side, you got your social side, that is how you need, that's how you really need to grow a business. Yeah. As you go along, you know, you, you put the pieces together and one of the hardest things of a startup is, is knowing when to cut the cord and when to uh, move forward. And, uh, you know, just, just, you know, for instance, I had to cut the cord with some, some folks and that it's tough. Yes. That's a very, very tough thing to do. But as a CEO, you have to have a backbone. You know, it, it's crazy. I, I, I liken it to a lot of times raising a child. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what it's like with a business. You start out as a little baby, and then as, as we get more and more experience, we start to grow this thing up and we start to mature it. And, you know, sometimes every now and then, hey, we got to have these tough decisions. But at the end of the day, we got to do what's best for this business. And if Board Active doesn't stand or if Influencer 365 is not here tomorrow, then that's going to hurt a lot more people than letting this one person go. So I feel you. I've had to do it. And I know it's not fun. And, it, and it's very taxing on you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been times I like you, but you're not producing, you're not producing the work. You're not doing yeah. what we need you to do. Yeah. So I'm sorry. You got to go. Yeah. And hopefully this experience has helped you in some type of way. And if I can help you, let me know. But you can't work here. <laughs> yeah, that's the toughest part of this business is uh, having to say, hey, it's not working. Yeah. 
Well, especially because you had to let go of an entire team and, and start all over again. Wow. Kevin, can you relate to that at all? I've never had to let go everybody. I've no. had days that I wanted to. <laughs> but it's always been like one piece here, one piece there. But yeah. eventually I have turned around the, the whole team all together. Yeah. So it's rough. Yeah, it's uh, it, it hit me last October mm. yeah, where we had to actually, I saw the product wasn't going to work that okay. we had. And we were looking at spending millions of dollars on payroll. Wow. And we had some high-priced people. And they weren't getting the job done. Wow. So as far as uh, knowing, uh, as a CEO and a founder of a company, within uh, you got some a few investors be- behind you also. You have to make a tough decision, and one of that was one very very tough decision that that I had to make. And uh, we cut it back to our VP of Technology, our VP of Engineering, and Cole, and but- and we re in, re reinvented Board Active, and uh, made the product what it was today. But you know, one one big thing is you can see the difference. Oh no! Because I, I followed you. We followed each other on social and, and yeah. LinkedIn for years, and now I can see the difference. I see the difference in what you're posting. I see the difference in what you're putting out. The information, you know, how everything looks as it's coming out, the stories that you're telling. So I, I don't know whether you know it or not. It, it seems like you you got the right team around you now. And like I said, yeah. I personally sat down with Cole at, and spoke at length with him. That guy's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he knows the product inside and out, and uh, he's very very good. He's he's very knowledgeable. And my whole team is very, uh, very focused, and and that's what that's what the driving force is with it. Everybody is engaged with this. Oh yeah. And everybody wants it to succeed. We have a team that's working that actually acts like there's forty people working here. <laughs> I mean, they go at it, but they they're they're smart, they're intelligent, and uh, and all of them know their roles. And as a CEO and a founder, you, your job is to make sure that those guys know their role. They know their job and uh, and and know what it what's expected, and that's that's but the only that, thing you can do. That comes from great leadership. Yeah, and and that's obvious. It, it shows that you're a great leader. Well, because great teams come from great leadership. Yeah, and and you you know when you're founder and CEO, you you know what the end result is. Yeah, and that's that's the whole key, and you know how to get there. You know when you're a founder and CEO of a company, and you know this, Kevin, a lot. There's four key roles that you have as a founder and CEO. Yes. You have the investor. Yep. You have the uh, the uh, technology. Okay. You have the sales, and you have the legal. Yeah. You have those four cycles that are always in your face as oh, yeah. a founder and CEO. They never stop moving. And when as you grow your company, you get more and more and more of those. You've got the technology that needs uh, help. You've got sales that needs help. You got then you've got investors that are on you, that are asking questions about, hey, when are we going to get that first? When are you going to get that money? When am I going to get my ROI? And then you've got the legal guys that are, are protecting you. Oh yeah. Those are four key components of of any company. Early on, you, you're you know part of the sales process. It's branding. I mean, oh, yeah. you have to brand your product from day one, uh, and you better have a vision from day one on which direction you want this thing to go. Not all times it works out the way you want it to work out. That's true. So, and, and branding is key. And I tell people this all the time. It's the reason why walking around with $250 tennis shoes on because of Nike. They, they took the time over years. I couldn't even believe it. I had to go. Uh, I bought my daughter some shoes, and, and uh, she wanted Air Max. And my daughter's 12. Those shoes was 160 bucks. Okay, <laughs> but I but you understand that number one, Nike has built this brand, and you know what they stand for. 
You know, so I know that she's getting a quality shoe. No, I had to swallow it. <laughs> I'm a little chump when it comes to my daughter, but yeah. I swallowed it and bought her the shoes. But I know that it's quality. And branding is all about showing that quality and displaying that value to the marketplace. And like I say, with Board Active, you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, I've always, 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 since day one, kept branding in mind. Hmm. Don't destroy the brand. Don't oh, yeah. destroy the brand. Because I would not release any product whatsoever early on until our product was right and what I thought was right. Mm. But I always said there's key components that must be met before you send it out to the marketplace. It's because beautiful. You can, you can destroy your brand very quick if you make the wrong decisions. And it's oh, yeah. tough. I mean, you got to have leadership to make sure that um, you're going in the right direction. And you've got to oh, yeah. have a lot of people that says no, no, no. Mm. Yes, men will will get you shut down. Mm. Oh yes, yes. Yes, men will shut shut you down. And one other thing that I can tell you is, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to promise you a lot of things. <laughs> oh yeah, they're going to they're going to promise you the world and then never do nothing. Yep. Mm. Kevin can attest to that a lot. Yes, I know? have I have dealt with that a lot in my career. I've been uh, I started out freelancing, and uh, I freelanced probably for about five six years. I I was real successful at it. But, you know, the people that want to use you just for your talents or they just want to use the technology that you have and all this, oh, I can do all this for you, I can do all this yeah. for you. And we, we come through on our part, and then we get nothing on the, on the back end side. Yeah. So trust me, I get it. It's, it's, I'm so, I have had to become shrewd at this point. Yeah. It's like, you're going to have to show me something yeah. before I take you seriously. You don't like <laughs> yeah, as a founder and CEO, I mean, you, you, you just don't believe it. Yeah, I sure. don't believe anybody anymore. No, <laughs> I mean I'm just serious. I, I, sorry, guys. I, I don't. I, you know, it's 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 a prove me point from 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 my standpoint, oh, yeah. and that's just from experience. You know, I, I give everybody a chance to to prove it, but um, I don't believe anybody anymore when it comes to business. I mean, I don't know about you, Kevin, oh, yeah. but uh, my my thing is now trust but verify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take you at the word, but I'm gonna verify what you're telling me as yeah. well. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've had so many promises. Well, like, we're gonna do this, or we're gonna do that, and and it just falls flat. Oh yeah. And you, as a founder and CEO, it all falls back on you. Mm. It's it's you. Yeah. And if you're not prepared for that, then uh, you, you're you're preparing yourself for failure. That's a great bit of wisdom there from two guys that have been around for a long time. <laughs> and the way that you guys talk, I think you're you're long lost brothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's awesome stuff. I I really want to touch more on. Influencer radio being coined as the most dangerous show. <laughs> what makes it dangerous? Like, that's a very interesting adjective. Well, it, it was, we were kind of joking around with it. But the, the reason why we do uh, say that we are the most dangerous business show, because we actually arm you with real knowledge. Mm. So when you're listening to our show, we're not, we're not just sitting here trying to sell product or, or trying to sell you a whole bunch of fluff. We're really giving you actionable advice that anybody can take, practical advice that anyone can take in their business, learn how to start doing their marketing, learn how to, to, to advertise or at least get connected to the people that can actually help them. So one of the biggest things that, you know, I've always tried to do since, you know, coming on to a career in, in communications or whatever is make sure that you're a resource. Make sure that we're providing great information to people and then also explaining some opportunities out there and then bringing on experienced people that's actually gone through it so you can see, hey, this person did and if anybody can do it, you can too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I would really, really uh, say is, is, is that the fact that entrepreneurship is extremely, extremely uh, fun. Yeah. But it's not at first. <laughs> it's extremely, if you get mentors that help you walk through the process and you don't think that you can do it alone, 
you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is just wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Oh, yeah. If you do it the right way, and when I say the right way, don't think that you can do it by yourself because you cannot. Oh, no. There is no way you can do it by yourself. You'll never do anything by yourself. That's the one thing that I tell you why Board Active is where it is today. I finally grew up. I finally grew up and grew out of the fact that I could do it myself. And when I faced that fact that I can't do it myself, that's when my business started to expand. That's when we started to change as a company. And that's when, you know, we we took off. And the other thing is entrepreneurs are, they're special people, you know, because you have to go through so much adversity and all this type of stuff. And I tell people all the time, you know, adversity or failure doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means you need to change that approach or you're being tested right now. And a lot of times when we feel like it's our darkest day and our darkest moment and this type of stuff, you're just being tested to be and pushed you to the next level because it's something that you haven't learned yet to take you to that next level. You know, back to your point with with the whole team thing, you know, with entrepreneurs, if you have, and this is what I had to tell myself, if you have the ability to go out here and take an idea and execute on this idea and provide income for people, provide jobs for people, provide security for people where they can go and take care of their families, because not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Some folks just want to come in and do graphic design. Some folks just want to program, you know, but you're providing that opportunity for people. So that's, that's an amazing thing. And we power this country. I right. tell folks all the time, entrepreneurship is the way to freedom, period. And I'll say this is the first job I've ever had where I wake up before my alarm clock goes off. Wow. Because I'm excited. Like, I wake up with a renewed sense of purpose. I'll be 40 in less than two years. Wow, really? Yeah, man. I just turned 40. Oh, congrats. Oh, it's it's different. Yeah. (laughs) Like, 2, 33 o'clock, you do not want to see me. It's almost like you need a nap all of a sudden. (laughs) It only gets worse, guys. (laughs) But no, there's there's a renewed sense of joy and purpose. And there is something different about working for a startup, right? Because there's a, a fresh sense of energy. Oh, yeah. And the vibe is just so positive and let's get it done let's do whatever we can do to help build the board active network and i see you've you played an integral role in that in that (laughs) whole process there kevin so i'm glad to see that yeah Yeah. so you know the thing the thing about board active and and uh you know where we've come is there's a couple of things that i've learned over the years and again when you're out there and you're developing a what i consider a billion dollar product for billion dollar brands Buddy, you better look like a billion-dollar brand That's true. yourself, or you're not going to get them. So you have to have the people in place to make the make it happen. Um, there's so many times that I thought about quitting. Oh, yeah. There's so many times, and Kevin, I'm sure you the same oh, way. Yeah. You know, you get hit with job offers. I mean, I get hit with job offers when I was getting this thing going, and people are like, hey, I want you to come to work for us, and I promise you the X amount of dollars and a place on the beach and a condo <laughs> on the beach and stuff like that. And, and you know, you're sitting there struggling and stuff like that, and you're like, wow, what am I doing? But you got to have that vision. Yeah. You've got to have the vision, not stupidity. you got to have vision. That's one thing that I was taught early on. I actually had a high school coach that preached that um, it's the fourth quarter. Mm. Okay. And and the, we used to condition based on the fact that we won in the fourth quarter. That's when we won most of our ball games. Wow. And we won a lot of football games when I played. And it was because we were trained and conditioned to win in the fourth quarter. That's the way entrepreneurship is. There's always a fourth quarter. And this guy's name was Jimmy Johnson. He was my head coach. And wow. Jimmy Johnson, the uh, Jimmy Johnson, the, that, not, <laughs> not, not, that, not that Jimmy Johnson, oh, okay. Dallas like, Dallas Dallas. Be this, story. this guy, this guy played under Bear Bryant. Oh, wow. And so he thought he was Bear Bryant. 
I was going to say, it sounded us, like Bear Bryant yeah. went in the fourth quarter. He thing. treated us like he that he was Bear Bryant. Wow. And, but he trained us. And so a lot of people have asked, where in the world did you get your drive? How come you haven't quit? Why? Why? Because I'm not a quitter, number one. Number two, I was trained not to quit. Yeah. Number, It's kind of like an army or and Marines or such. You know, They're trained to just finish the task, finish the task. Well, that's the way I'm thinking right now is we, we've got to finish this task. And that task is a long way from being finished because when you've got a product like we've got, the, the, the opportunities are phenomenal for, for all types of businesses and brands to take us to that, to take them to that next level. So we're a software company that helps people. Yeah, exactly. But um, as far as, like I said, as far as quitting, there's, there's no, when you've been trained the way I was trained, it's all about the fourth quarter. And they used to just pound that in us. Um, you don't quit. And you win, you win in the fourth quarter, and we are at that point to where Board Active is in the fourth quarter. We've got, you know, two minutes to go, and, and we're <laughs> down by seven, and, and, uh, but we're driving. Yeah. And that's, that's, what, that's where we are, and, uh, and we fear no one, and we're going we're gonna to take, take this thing to the next level and, uh, and make it happen. And we'll wow. do it with no timeouts, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, like I said, uh, people like Kevin uh, has, has helped us tremendously, with, and he didn't know it. And there's a lot of people that, that, that have helped us as a company. I can't say enough about all the people that, that have come about. That, and I've, I've got a list of them. And I'm going to help them once Board Active, when, when uh, the big boys come up and says, hey, here's your big offer. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm uh, debating on, on which direction we go with it because I've already had some offers for us. Wow. But when, when we get uh, those, the, that big offer that we decide, yeah, all those people, like Kevin, We'll, we'll receive a, uh, um, be a benefactor of, of that, of that sale. All right. <laughs> you heard it here I'm first. Excited. <laughs> I know, right? We get, we record, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Doug, you talked at great length about the power of perseverance in your own walk, in your business world. I know you can relate to Kevin. Where, oh, yeah. where are some instances uh, where you've overcome some challenges that at first you thought maybe perhaps a little too much? Oh, I, I, my uh, first business that I really, really started was my studio. I spent my life savings on it, everything that I had. I remember uh, that. I remember out that. in Douglasville, and that's that's when we first met because that's when I had the billboard up. Mm. Uh, but you know, it was a studio. We we created it for entertainment and for business. We had you know capabilities to do video and audio and and all this type of stuff. But unfortunately, where I was, my location just would not support it. So had I done it like downtown or something like that, I would I would probably would have done a lot better because it's so hard to get folks to come out of downtown. Mm. But it, it failed on me. I ended up losing my life savings. I almost lost my house. I almost lost my wife, you know, because the, the, the life of an entrepreneur is very, very hard. We work a lot of long hours. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if we get in those drives, we get tunnel focus, and you can't think of nothing but this business. So uh, going through that experience, I hit rock bottom, uh, and, and, you know, it, it really broke me. I was, like, in the bed for almost a month. I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to do nothing. I was just, I was just completely depressed. I started doing all this studying. I started, you know, focusing on spirituality. I started reading about, you know, different people and start doing uh, stuff with uh, like Alan Watts and Hinduism and people like Jim Rohn and Les Brown and Tony Robbins. Like I still listen to this stuff every single day, all day long. I don't listen to music or anything. If you ever get in a car with me, you're gonna hear probably Tony Robbins, Dean Gracio, Grant Cardone. You know these type of people. So you know, going through that experience, hitting rock bottom going that far, one thing that it did for me more so than anything, it reduced that fear. Mm. It, it, it really took that fear out because when you really face the ultimate and you face the end, it, it's almost, it's a fearless sense. 
And it's like the experience from hitting rock bottom and, and going that deep, it really said, all right, I messed up here. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Okay, I think I'm ready to get back out here. I think I'm ready to do it. And so luckily, uh, over the past year since we started Influencer 365 and, and really started to grow it out and market it, you know, we're in the downtown area. We got great clients. You know, it's really starting to grow like wildfire at this point. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I understand exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, you do when you're when you're an entrepreneur, you it's you. Yeah. And buddy, you have gut checks. Oh, and yeah. Those gut checks. <laughs> those cut, gut checks. When 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 you get down and and you spend a lot of money, and you've put everything you've got into it, and then you lose it. Yep. Or you think you're going to lose it, or you try to not lose it. That's some very, very, very hard time. I mean, it. some of the most gut-wrenching, like you said, you know, being in the bed for a month. Yeah. That is, that's the part of uh, entrepreneurship that nobody understands. Oh, yeah. And, and I tell folks, especially young folks, you know, we make it look sexy now. Right, <laughs> you right. know, when, once we finally get successful and all this type of stuff, it looks sexy. Oh, my God, he's the man. But, you know, y'all obviously didn't see me when I was begging for business or I was doing flyers for 30 bucks. And, you know, in the beginning, it's never really all that great. And it's not really all that sexy. It's kind of, yeah. it's hard. It's, it's very, uh, there's no certainty there, you know. and It's and, you. Exactly. It's you. And you really got to deal with yourself and you got to deal with your demons. That's where, mm-hmm. that's that, where you, that fear. I know you probably feel it at least mm-hmm. two or three times a week. It's like, oh, man, let me just go do something else. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a part of it. Yeah. Back then, yeah, you know, there was times when, uh, you know, I was playing golf yeah. and, my, uh, <laughs> and, my, uh, and hiking. I love hiking, as you know. And my, guy, my friends and all would say, Doug, why in the world are you doing that? You, you could be hiking and playing golf and doing your own thing and enjoying your life and, and such and, and not having to worry about, you know, getting this thing rolling. It's a person, you've got that drive. Yeah. You've got something inside of you. Not It's not money. For me, it's not money. Yeah. It's not prestige. It's not ego. It's the challenge of getting something accomplished that you believe in. And if you believe in something, you'll find a way to make it happen. That's beautiful. And then when you get down and you're sitting there uh, on the couch or in the bed or something like that at night before you lay down and you wake up, you know, you go to sleep is is just down and out because it's not working and you know it's not working and you got to find a way out to make it work because you know it can work mm-hmm. you know that that's that is some what we call <laughs> that's tough love for business oh yeah you it's tough love for business if you don't if you think you don't succeed you you got to make it i mean the the guy probably kevin i'm mean, i'm the same way i had oh, yeah. family and kids and such that that when you're when you you know there you got to get them grown and gone and and yeah. uh, and it's and and you feel failure that if you he's got a twelve year old twelve year old and seven yeah, year old <laughs> and that and that if you know that he's got to put food on the table and such like that but he knows that if he can get that idea going and growing that number one that the things will be a little bit easier for them and, oh, yeah. and him and his life and uh, and you just drive to to make it successful because you kids. Yeah, because of your family, uh, and because of the people says you can't. Wow, yeah, that's huge. It's, it's funny. There's a quote, and I just read it this morning. It says, first they'll ask you why you did it, then they ask you how you did it, then they'll ask you teach me to do it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. that's really the process. So yeah. there, that third part of that scenario, show me, teach me how to do it. What advice would you give to budding entrepreneurs that are riding that fence between can I do it? Is this realistic? Is this a pipe dream? 
I know you found yourself there as an entrepreneur, Doug, I'm sure you feel the same way. What advice would you give to those aspiring entrepreneurs? For entrepreneur, number one, uh, you got to get, get over the fear of failure and get, get over the fear of mistakes because you're going to make them. The main thing is make them, uh, deal with them, and grow from it. The, the second part of it is test the market. Make sure what you have and what you want to bring to market, the market actually wants. So actually go out there and, and get proof of concept first. Because a lot of times if you start from a proof of concept, then you, you reduce that chance of failure. If I know the market wants this phone case or I know they want this technology from Board Active, then all right, the next step is how do I get it to them? But if I'm going out here, they might like my hot dog, they might not like my hot dog, you know, you really set yourself up for failure. And the other side is plan. Because the, having that plan put in place, there are going to be days where you are going to get punched in the face. And it's going to hurt. It's going to rock your world. It's going to shake you. You're going to forget what you're doing. You're going to forget why you're doing it. And when you can come back to that plan and to that vision, I got a long vision written out. I got a long, detailed plan written out. And there's been several times where things that hit me that just rocked my world that I had to really go back and sit down. Okay, this is why we started this. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Let's get everything back on track and let's keep going. So I think those are the biggest things. And just and, and st don't worry about failing. Worry about succeeding. Yeah. Investigate. Yeah. Investigate. Check your resources in advance. If you don't know what those resources are, you better really, really do some deep research to find out before you, you move forward. You're going to spend a lot of money because when I first started out, I thought, oh, it's not going to take that much. <laughs> holy cow. Millions and, later. <laughs> yeah, holy cow. It is, uh, you're, you, you, know, um, you know, investors are, are very, very tough to get. Uh, when I say tough to get, You've you've got to have a proof of concept in in place before you ever will ever draw the first investor. Investors are 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 are, are the people that keep you going. If you if you don't have a vision and you can't project that vision and they can't see it and understand it, and you think that you're going to be able to do it alone, you're not. You know you think oh well I can have friends and family. That friends and family money runs out quick. Oh yeah. That, that friends and family money runs out quick. You better have a good vision, and they're not going to buy you. Uh, they're not going to buy into you. You've got some revenue. <laughs> they're not, they don't want to. They're not going to. It's hard to get an, an investor without, uh, without revenue. And so uh, one, of, one of the biggest things is investigate. Make sure that your, your path is not being over in, inundated with, with competition, number one. You've got to go where they ain't. And number two, the fact that, hey, how am I going to be able to pull money? Hmm. How am I going to pay for this? I did a panel discussion with a, with a group of entrepreneurs uh, in the past. And one, one guy, I'll never forget it, he, he was talking about this great, great opportunity and great app and great this and great that. And he was going to develop this, this product and that product. Well, he went through the whole process. And at the end of the, the whole thing, I says, okay, great, great concept, great this, you know, but how are you going to make money? Yep. Hmm. He could not give me an answer. Oh, yeah. I've seen that a lot, he especially could not, with young tech designers. Yeah, yeah. He could not give me an answer, and the last that I heard, he still couldn't give me an answer. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, he's got a great idea, and and uh, and a great thought process. But an idea and thoughts need legs. But right? he, exactly. Well, he needs some. You need cash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to be able to pay bills, and it's got to be able to to give you some money down the in in the long term. So uh, that that's one of the biggest things. 
Oh, yeah. And, and I tell folks all the time, especially because everybody's so into these millennials and they don't get it. And I keep trying to tell them, you know, millennials are, are, are pretty simple to understand. They want something that, that's happy, that makes them happy, and they want they want something that makes them feel like they're working with them in purpose. But the same thing I always have to tell back to these millennials, purpose got to be paid for. Yeah. <laughs> it's no free, free ride. So we got to figure out some type of way to monetize a lot of this purposeful work yeah. that they want to yeah. do. So I, I, I definitely get that. I deal yeah. with that a lot. Yeah. I mean, you just... Uh... They just don't. Um, they don't understand. You gotta get. Yeah, get paid. You can have a great idea, but if it don't bring you no money, that's that's you know exactly. that's common. That's one on one stuff there. Two very influential and successful men right here on Simple Tech Talk. One Kevin Pride, founder of Influencer365.com, and of course connect with him on the socials. He has a huge network, thousands of followers. I am KC Pride on Instagram and Facebook. Kevin, I want to ask you a question. Sure. What would you want said about you on your epitaph one day? Uh, I would just, you know, and, and I'm starting to think about this because uh, unfortunately my, my uncle passed away not too long ago mm. and no man in my family has made it past 65. My father died at like 60. He died at 64. Uh, his father died before I even uh, got a chance to meet him. But the main thing is I just want to live a life of significance. I started out just wanting to be successful and get rich and make money, but now it's more so about leaving something of significance, something that, you know, this world was affected and I have changed people and I have helped people uh, somewhere along the way. That That's the that's the biggest thing. And, and the, the ability to get up and help businesses, struggling businesses, market better, reach their customers, connect, get more cash flow coming in so they can support their families and support their dreams, I, it means the world to me every day. That's a yep. tough act to follow, Doug. But, <laughs> but what say you, founder and CEO of Board Active? Yeah, don't be almost. Wow. Wow. I think I'm all of that good. <laughs> yeah. Don't be almost. Don't, uh, that, that's that's, the, that's the, the key indicator because a lot of people almost do this, almost do that, almost make it successful, almost make things happen. Don't be almost. Wow. And since we're almost up against the end of the show, again, Kevin, it's been an absolute pleasure no, to have you. you on the show. Thank you for having yeah. me here. Just yeah. a staple. I too. love this guy. I've loved seeing him uh, grow and go. And uh, the Influencer 365 is, is a huge connecting opportunity for a lot of people. I would say that if Kevin calls, you better answer. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> giving you. you my number later, bro. Yeah. Great. Let's go hang out. <laughs> All right. It'd be yeah. fun. It'd be fun. I look oh, forward yeah. to being on your show in uh, October. Yes, definitely. We're going to have you on. And again, you can hear Influencer Radio every Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Yes. Kevin Pride, Doug Pittman, pleasure to have both of you gentlemen right here on Simple Thank Tech Talk. Thank you so Talk. much. Enjoyed it. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Simple Tech Talk. Visit us online at BoardActive.com and follow us on the socials. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.